All right, everybody, welcome to Day Clubbing, all about the ins and outs, comings and goings at Center Club in Boston, Massachusetts. As always, uh, my partner Jay is here. Hey. My name is Ken, and also on deck, this is very exciting. Jay, this is pretty exciting, right? Yeah. Have an actual guest with us for once. It's our uh, employment specialist slash first floor supervisor, Ryan, is here. Hello. Uh Ryan, how would you describe your, your role here? What what are some of the things you do on a on a weekly basis at Center Club? Yeah, it's kind of a dual role at the moment. Um, before the pandemic, I was doing just employment, and then I became you know on paper the the program coordinator for the first floor, which is where we do all our mailings and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, membership services unit. Um, but really, I'm I'm kind of doing a hybrid of the two. But we're glad you're here today. Uh, this is going to be our, hopefully going to be our last quarantine special. At least at this point, it's our last one because we're opening back up next week. I mean, who knows what the future holds. But I did read today that uh, 99% of the new COVID cases are Omicron, uh, which is good since it's the least deadly strain so far. That's true. Most I mean, contagious, though. It is the most contagious, but, you know, it's it's the least effective at killing you. If it was... 99% Delta, we'd all be dead now. So mm. I'm, I'm glad that things have worked out to the way that they are. And then hopefully we can keep everybody safe and keep the place open for the rest of the winter, which would be nice. It would be. Um, this is going to be our... I did the math. It's about okay. 25% right now with COVID. Okay. We're at 25% capacity that we usually have. Really? Okay. So plenty of, plenty of room. We have. So the point is we have plenty of room. Come on down. We can accommodate you. We've got we've got lunch. Well, we will we will have lunch. You know we'll have stuff to do. So uh, come back and, and join us. Yeah, just keep keep your mask up and um, don't come in if you're not feeling well. Right, exactly. Um, so this is going to be our winter storm special. We have a big snowstorm coming this weekend. We're going to talk about how to prepare and survive the wild winter weather, and to do it safely, and if possible, do it with style. It's always a, an added bonus. That's, that's really the hardest part. Uh, snowstorms, of course, are very different when you're an adult. Uh, many things are different when you're an adult, adult, depending on your age. But snowstorms, really, there's a really a stark difference. Because even if you just say it in your head, snow day, like the child in you goes, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a snow day. But for when you're an adult, snow day means something completely different. It means you still got to go to work and you everything. You still got to go to work. That you know, your boss doesn't care that it's snow, it's snowing exactly. outside. I want you to come in anyway. Especially now that everyone can work from home for the most part. Yeah, but the reality is, uh, a snow day is just kind of a hassle for adults and can be dangerous. So um, we have our health and wellness expert here. We're going to talk about some ways to be safe. You know, when I was a, a tween before I was old enough to work. Uh, I would find a friend, and we'd go shoveling around the neighborhood on snow days, and that was fantastic. Even in the late 70s, you could make 100 bucks in a day uh, just snow shoveling. Now, that doesn't really exist. I, I, I think it does because a friend of mine is doing it now, but it doesn't exist in my neighborhood, which is too bad because I would certainly pay anybody to come and shovel for me. Jay, if you yeah, it doesn't exist in my uh, in Charlestown either. Jay, if you want to take the if you want to take a couple of trains and come up to Salem and shovel for me, I, I'm happy to pay you for that. Well, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have some buddies that do uh, shoveling duty and uh, get paid. Um, some adults that d- do that. 
I remember, job now. I remember, you know, we talked, uh, been talking the last couple of weeks about how um, Jay recently moved into a group home. And I spent the, the first half of my career working exclusively in group homes. And I have shoveled out many, many group homes. And I remember the one that I will never forget. I'm, I don't know how far back this was, probably 1997 or something. April 1st, out of nowhere, <laughs> a snowstorm hits with like 23 inches of snow on, on April 1st. And I, and, I was, and I was the only one that lived close enough to go and work that day. And I spent all day shoveling 23 inches of snow in April. Wasn't um, the the big the April Fool's blizzard in Boston? Wasn't that that, that was that it? The same one? Yeah, that's oh, the one. Okay. What year was that again? It was in the nineties somewhere, like late nineties. It's around when I first started working in group homes, and it was uh, incredible. Now, in um, two thousand, we haven't had a whole lot of snow, so we've been very lucky, and we can't complain that much about the fact that we've got one happening now. In twenty fifteen, was the last real snowy winter we had we had 10 blizzards in 2015 um 108 inches over the course of the winter Mm. of snow which is brutal jay where were you in 2015 do you remember 2015 yeah do you remember that that winter and all the the i don't remember that winter that good i don't know which winter all the the years blend together are you, are you a shoveler and when the snow hits yes. are you you're you're I out there help, on the street i used, used to help my parents um help my dad shovel and we used to shovel like half the sidewalk because we shoveled mine my grandmother's uh and my aunt and we all live like the half one half of the street street is just was just morris's would you get uh would you get paid for it no, because it was my family. I know, but sometimes, you know. No. <laughs> your your aunt, your uncle, you know, slip you a five or a ten. Or, no, no. It, we just did. We just did it because we're we're family. Okay. I mean, that's probably proper. But I. I, I just, think my grandmother might have asked. He he doesn't usually do that, but she will ask. But I wouldn't take. Don't take money from from family. Maybe some cookies, uh, a cake. Yeah, you got to get you get some kind of reward for for all of your hard work. No, no, not really. Okay. All right. Well, we haven't had much snow at all in the past few years. Um, I believe global warming was was working in our in our uh, favor for a while there. Take advantage of it. <laughs> so, t- take advantage of while you can. Uh, you know, before your your towns and cities <laughs> get flooded. So you know, uh, it was working for us for a while. But I don't know. Polar vortex. Uh, you've heard the term polar vortex, Jay. No. They talk about it on the on the news all the time during these times. I hardly ever listen to the news. It is the polar vortex that is is coming down hard on us this weekend. All right, so let's talk about um, what we need to do to prepare. First of all, what uh, uh, Ryan? Why do you think people feel the need to to when they hear that there's a snowstorm coming? They get a rush to the grocery store. And buy some uh, bread and milk. <laughs> buy bread <laughs> and milk. First of all, I mean, don't you already, if, you, if you're if you the bread and milk type, I feel like you should already have bread and milk. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. If, if you're anything like me, you don't yeah. have that in the fridge in the first place. Right. So you have to go actually get some to begin with. In fact, a storm is a good excuse for me to actually do some grocery shopping because <laughs> I usually don't. Yeah. But yeah, I never understood why if you have 
you know, a relatively somewhat normal amount of groceries in your fridge. Yeah. While you need to go out and get extra bread and extra milk if you're just going to be in the house for like a day max without being able to move. Now, if we go if we go way back for a moment, um, everybody talks about here in Boston, they talk about the blizzard of 78. People that weren't close to being born yet have still heard the phrase mm. blizzard of 78. It was the worst blizzard we had ever had in 100 years or something, 27 inches over um, the course of like 18 hours or something. And it did, in fact, cripple the city for a little while. Uh, nothing was opened. Stores weren't opened. Uh, schools weren't opened. Now, I was out of school for three weeks straight because of the snow. Wow. But the fact that stores weren't open, this is where it all started. The fact that stores weren't open and they couldn't open for a few days meant people were scrambling to get enough you know, food and stuff for their houses and people had to borrow from their neighbors and all that kind of stuff. So that, I think, is the core of how this all mm-hmm. began. However, that was a long time ago. Yeah. It was like 40 years ago. Uh, you know, we don't really live in a, in a world now. I think, you know, a lot of things changed after that, you know, for plowing and, and all that kind of stuff came into play after that. And now we've figured out how to conquer a winter storm. But it's almost like something primordial, like a caveman thing, like, holy smokes, it's it's going to snow. We have to go get some bread and milk. Yeah. I wonder oh, too- no, another snowstorm. We got the apocalypse coming out, down yeah. on us. Snow apocalypse, <laughs> snow, snow Mageddon, you know. I wonder, too, if people go out and buy stuff just because they know other people are going to go out and buy stuff. Yeah. You know, like, oh, there's not going to be anything left for me to buy because everyone else is doing it. Right. That's, you know, that is part of it, too. It's like, yeah. I am going to miss out because, you know, eventually I'm going to need this and then there's not going to be any. It is true. I will say this, and maybe this is something you need to think about. I don't think you should do any panicked uh, shopping. But we, we do already have some supply chain issues. There are some uh, there are some places in the grocery store where the shelves are bare, so it might be worth thinking about. But it's not; it's only going to last a day, right? I mean, okay. you know, it's going to for a couple of days, but that's still not bad, right? It's going to snow on Saturday. By Sunday, everything will be shoveled out, and you'll be you'll be fine. So I don't think there's any need for for panic uh, grocery shopping, although it might be a little thrilling. I don't know; I've never done it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, come Monday you're gonna you're gonna have to be at work again anyway. Yeah, but would it be exciting, Jay? Would it be exciting? I I gotta go to the grocery store and grab as much milk as I can. It would be kind of fun to do that, right? <laughs> I guess if you depending on what your fun is it entails. <laughs> yeah, see, that doesn't sound fun to me at all because I I don't like going to it's the like, grocery store just in general because yeah. I don't know. It's always given me anxiety just being in a grocery store with other people in there you have to navigate around yes. people you just you know it's too many people in the aisle your cart is in someone's way someone's cart is in your way so the whole thing kind of gives me anxiety so the the, the thought of doing that with <laughs> extra people in the store yeah. who are all panicking right is just my nightmare just grabbing stuff like whatever you don't even know what it is you're just throwing yeah. it in your cart I, I mean that that could be fun to experience uh, once, but you're right. I don't I don't go grocery shopping either. We just do everything online now. So mm. uh, one of the 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 uh, kind of something that changed because of the pandemic is that you know you can just you can shop every online for everything now. I love going grocery shopping. My mother, my wife likes going grocery shopping quite a bit. Uh, I think she's bummed out that we do most of it online now because I think she liked going and picking out. 
like you know whatever is the best you know melon well she should still do it if she likes it no <laughs> i mean i suppose but you know it's that combination of i i like doing this but i also like the convenience of not doing it you know yeah uh anyway that's the point is that you probably have everything you need now you're only going to be if you're going to be stranded it's going to be for an afternoon and then you'll be fine so you don't have to uh, do any panicked uh, grocery shopping. Now, let's talk about uh, shoveling safety. Now, you've done your share of shoveling in this world, uh, Jay. Mm-hmm. I have read that plenty of people have heart attacks while uh, shoveling snow. So the point is that you have to do it um, safely. So I'm, I'm guessing, one, that we're lifting with our legs, right? Definitely. Definitely. Number two... Don't try to uh, get all. Here's what. I, here's my plan. Because we're supposed to get a foot of snow on Saturday. My plan is I'm going to go out uh, three times, four inches each time. That way I'm not breaking my back. Mm, you might have to wake up in the middle of the night though to get that first four inches. Well, it's supposed to start early in the morning, right? Like seven o'clock in the morning. So oh. if I go out at like eleven o'clock, I should be getting my first four. I would suggest that you're not used to it and stuff like that and doing or doing, doing exercises or something. Yeah. You should uh, definitely be able to do some squats because if you bend with your le- with your knees a little bit and you know how to do squats, yeah. it will be easier to bend with the knees, pick the stuff up, and then uh, hurl it over. Right. I do, I, I do squats fairly often. I You know, I do aerobics every day. So I'm doing squats but three or four I, times a week. I'm just saying some people don't. No, I, I'm, I'm with you. But I'm, what I'm saying is I think that I'm going to be okay. Now, uh, are you going to be doing any shoveling, Ryan? Yeah, I, I will. I don't really have a choice, but it's not ideal. I have a bad shoulder right now. He's got a, This guy's got a bad yeah. shoulder. I, I'm two weeks away from shoulder surgery. Well, then you can wreck Yikes. it if you want because you're yeah, going to get it fixed. That's true. That's a good way of looking yeah, at it. Yeah, if I was you, I'd do everything I'm not supposed to do because you're going to get it fixed anyway. Yeah, that's true. You can ruin that thing. Uh uh, Jay, what could Ryan do over the next two weeks to really wreck that <laughs> shoulder since he's getting it fixed anyway? You don't want to racquetball. Play some, racket play ball. some racquetball, man. I would if it didn't, if it didn't hurt. That's the only thing. Yeah, I'm yeah, happy to true. wreck it, but yeah. it's, it's not a very pleasant experience. I would say rest it and make sure that so that you can get the surgery and don't exactly. have to do extra surgery. Right. Let's not let's not mess mm-hmm. things up for him. I, you know. Are you, uh, how are you feeling? You might about- have to go through extra surgery and, uh, extra physical therapy. I, and extra, yeah. You have to deal with all, a lot of issues if you don't rest it right before, sur- before going to surgery. Yeah. So I think, I think Jay is, is suggesting that you don't even do any shoveling. Yeah. If possible, get some, somebody else to shovel. Yeah. They- because you do not want to injure yourself right before you go and get surgery. Especially when you're already, you know, you're injured and you want to go get surgery. You don't you want to make sure you rest it so you don't aggravate it more and the doctor has even more problems with it because you're going to have the, you're going to feel the problem. Mm. Yeah, right. What if the doctor opens them up and goes, well, look at this thing. What did the bomb go off in here? I can't fix this. Yeah, this, this isn't what was on the MRI. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, the MRI from a month ago. Yeah, I mean, it is true. You do have a roommate. Can't you get your roommate to do the shoveling? Yeah. Yeah, she'd probably be kind of mad if, if, yeah. I, if I made her do it all. But that or I'm just going to have to do what you're doing, just shovel every few inches. He's going to have to understand because 
if you have a roommate, yeah, you need to work as a team, right? Uh, and she needs to understand that you can, she can mm. do that, and maybe you can go and uh, cook for her. Yeah, make some cocoa we- afterwards, week, um, or do some cl- lighter chores that you can, you can, you mm. can trade off. Sh- shift the balance. A yeah, bit. and I feel like Jay will, pro- Jay will write a note for you if you want. Okay. To yeah. to your your roommate stating that you need to lay off that I'm exempt from shoveling these. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that'd be great, Jay. I just it's just better that way because this way you can get what you need and she can get what she needs. Yeah. And you can work as a team because of having a roommate or or having housemates like I have, you have to be a team. Um, you might not know, realize that you're a t- team, but as soon as you live with somebody, you're a team. Mm. That's a, that's a good way of looking at it. I never thought of it like that. Let me throw this at you, also, Jay. As far as alternatives to shoveling, now some people have snow blowers. I don't have one. Mm. You ever have you ever handled a snow blower? Yeah, I've used. You it have? Before, yeah, that's a good thing. My dad, My dad one. T- t- has one now. Oh, he does. That he's older. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what's it? Have you ever used it? Uh, my dad likes using it instead of having me use it. I bet. But I think I could figure it out. I really bet it's. Easily. I bet it's probably pretty fun. Uh, tell us about your snow blowing experience. Uh, just doing my parents' driveway. Yeah. Up and down. One 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 lever um, is the gas. Yeah. So you, so you put it in either drive or reverse, like you would a car. Yeah. And there's different speeds for the the quote unquote drive. Right. And then um, I th- I think it was the left handle you squeeze and that makes it go and then the other handle you squeeze and that that actually runs the the snowblower part and blows the snow fantastic yeah and then you got you got to angle where the chute is aiming the snow yeah so you you could like you know if you want to blow it if you got to blow it kind of over your shoulder you can turn it as much to the the back as 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 you can or if it's going kind of a front angle you could angle it towards the front most of the time you're going right to the side yeah if you're going, you know, parallel with the lawn or sure. whatever. Sure, yeah, it makes sense. Whatever. Yeah. The snowblowers in my neighborhood always have this, like, look of superiority during these storms because they're not huffing and puffing like like me with the shovel. Mm. They're just banging right through. Yeah. Occasionally, one of them come over and help me out, which is nice. Mm. But, uh, yeah, a snowblower, if you can invest in a snowblower, I'm suggesting you do it. My mm. dad, uh, now that he has one. Yeah. He lends it out to other people, uh, just to, so they can help the because the whole block comes together to help each other out with the, the shoveling. So sometimes, if you need something like a shovel or a, um, a thing for your um, windowsill, the yeah. scraper, yeah. or if you need a uh, snowblower or something, we help each other by. Giving you what we need, what you need, and you give us something that so we need. I love that. That sense of community is fantastic, and and it is in during times like this that that kind of stuff comes out. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, exactly. Like you know, a couple of my neighbors have um have helped me out, uh, when they saw me out there shoveling like crazy. So yeah, that's really nice. And in fact, it's a it's a nice way to get to know your neighbors. In fact, I, I'm good friends with my neighbor from across the way, and and I met him because he came and asked me if I needed help shoveling once. Um, so that's, you know, that's how we, we met and became friends. So, you know, maybe help your neighbors. If you are, you are in the position to do so, just, you know, knock on your neighbor's door, ask them if they need some help. And it doesn't even have to be about shoveling. It could be anything. Yeah. Because being on a block together means that you guys are 
trying to uh, make sure that each other was okay. Yeah, in fact. Nowadays, you don't do as much camaraderie as back in a couple, many years ago. Yeah. But that's how it should work, is that we are all, we are, in fact, it doesn't matter where, what you, if you, where you live, how, uh, how far, I mean, every time you are around a person. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter if you're in a, in a place like this where you know work, if you are at a cl- uh, sports club or anywhere that you that you are, you got to understand you're not no one's a, an island. Yeah, everyone has to do better and try to help other people because we are all one. Yeah, that's absolutely true, and of course we we forget that. I I think that. Um you know, we learn to be community-minded working in a place like Center Club, uh, where it is a kind of a microcosm of a community where people are getting by by helping each other out. But people don't always understand that everywhere you go. Yeah. No, you're right. It's Absolutely. about giving and taking. By the way, Jay, uh, so obviously snowblower works better than shoveling. Yeah. That's the case. How about this? What if you had a flamethrower? <laughs> Now you're just being silly. No, I, I, <laughs> for a while in the 60s and 70s, flamethrowers were sold specifically as snow removal devices. Now. Wow. They're crazy. Uh, we could go back to that. The, That's uh, very unsafe and crazy. <laughs> well, obviously the danger is you could burn down your house if you don't know how to use the flamethrower correctly. <laughs> but if you do know how to use that flamethrower, okay, imagine you could just melt it all. It would be nice, but it's crazy. You probably you probably burn your your car too. So you know it's very dangerous all around. I think. How, how long would that take to melt like a? Uh, I don't know. I've never used a flamethrower. Ways worth of snow all at once. Hey, let's let's try that with Center Club. Let's apply a flame <laughs> flamethrower and do it. Try that. Uh, yeah. Uh, next time you talk to Allison, see if she can order us a flamethrower on Amazon, and then uh, you know we'll wait for the next snowfall and see what happens. All brand flamethrower. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure Amazon sells one. But uh, yeah, I mean that that worked for some people. Uh, you know, could work for us. And uh, here's my question to you, Jay. Now, after it all falls, what is the benefit as an adult? What's the bright side of a snowstorm? How can we put a positive spin on it? Because I'm dreading it already. It I don't know yet. about other people, but I'm kind of interested. I'm kind of happy about uh, getting a shovel snow. I've been actually. Uh, waiting for a couple of weeks now. I'm like, when is this gonna snow? When is it gonna <laughs> really? snow? When is it gonna snow? When is it gonna snow? <laughs> so wait a minute. So you still look forward to? Yes. Really? I look forward to to it snowing because I I look forward to shoveling. Uh, you're at, <laughs> you're actually looking forward to yes. this happening. That is strange to me. It like I said, it's my workout. I love it, love it because you get to work out and. Plus, um, one of my goals is to do one of one of the things on the uh, list that I have for my book. Yeah. Uh, making a snowman, making a snow angel, shoveling, anything like that. Yeah. And so I'm, I, I can't wait to go out there and uh, and play in the snow and uh, shovel. Well, you're gonna get your wish for sure. So. I've been wait. I've been wishing for this for a while. So obviously, Jay is psyched. <laughs> Uh, how about you, Ryan? Going into this, what are your feelings about about the impending storm? I'm always fairly excited for the first snowstorm. Okay. 
I, I like the first snowstorm. It's pretty. It's fun. It's something ex- is exciting about it. I don't know why, because school doesn't get canceled, like we yeah. said. But, but something is exciting about it. And then after that, uh, every time it snows, I hate it. <laughs> but I, I'm always down for the first big snowstorm. Well, I, I tell you this much. Obligations for the weekend are canceled, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. If you're more of an introvert, it's, it's very exciting. <laughs> if you had a bunch of stuff that you'd, you agreed to do that you really didn't want to do, you're in luck. Because you're not going to have to do it. So that's something. If you had yeah. plans on Saturday night that you really didn't want to do. I think it's also, like, for me, I, I don't have to feel guilty about staying in or whatever. Or just, you know, like, sitting on the couch or lying in bed and just watching movies yeah. or doing whatever. Because normally I, I might do that, but in the back of my head there's that voice being like, you know, you really shouldn't do this. You should go out and do right. something. You should do something productive. Yeah. But this is like, eh, well, what else are you going to do? you got a reprieve. Uh, you, you're right, because it's the et- eternal struggle for, for me, for sure. <laughs> as, a, as a man of leisure, that's what I just want to stay at home and watch movies and drink coffee anyway. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. There's the, the, the voice in your head. Now you got to get out there. And and that voice, I think for me, didn't exist so much when I was a kid. Yeah. I, I didn't. I never felt bad about just sitting around and like back then it was playing video games yeah. or whatever. I was like, yeah. oh, this is just what I do because I'm a kid. But now right. I, I can't allow myself to fully enjoy it anymore. Yeah. But snowstorm, you have an excuse. Uh, the important thing is, because we got to wrap up now. The important thing is, is that we um, we get the snow cleared for the big reopening next week because uh, by the time you hear this. The club will be back open. Are you excited, Jay, about uh, the club being back open? Kind of. Can I say kind of because it means I would have to, I can't work from home anymore. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I have to be more work from here. And sometimes it's not so easy to be here and do all all the stuff that I I have to do and uh, be who I have to be around here. Sure. Now, um, yeah, we've been doing everything virtually for the past few weeks. Uh, but uh, on the 31st, uh, the uh, club is back open, 10 to 6, no restrictions. Come in, hang out, do your stuff. It's all going to be here. So uh, I'm really happy about that. Uh, Ryan's really happy about that. Can't wait to see everybody. Oh, yeah. I like being around the people and everything. It just Sometimes I like working from home Sure. And because it's much easier. Can I tell you something? I, if, if I could do it, I'd love it. I don't really have a job exactly. where you can work from home, but... I can a little bit here and there when I'm doing paperwork or whatever. But when you work in human services, you have to be around other humans. That's just kind of the rule. What I'm more excited about is having the gym uh, open. Yeah. And even if I have a lot going on, uh, still a lot going on, I, ha- I really want to do go to the gym. Yeah. So that I can get stronger because I would like to body slam some of my uh, <laughs> re- some of my. Um, peers in wrest- at wrestling. Yeah. Um, I want to body slam them and I can't do that if I'm uh, not doing, uh, what's it called? Squat. Uh, what's that? What the hell is it called again? Deadlift. Thank you. Nothing Dead- is... Like uh, deadlift and squ- squat deadlifts and well, things like that. There's nothing more motivating than wanting to body slam your peers. So I, I hope you get mm. there. I hope you get there, Jay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you'll work on it. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Ryan, for joining us. Thanks for having me. That was fun. That was fun. Um, you know, if you if you wanna if you wanna see Ryan, he's around. Uh, come by and see us. If you wanna see Jay, Jay's around. Come and see us, and uh, we'll be back. Uh, Jay, you and I will be back next week. Yeah. And if you need 
um, you want me to take you to the gym and the gym's finally open, yep. just make sure to talk to Robin so that you can get on the schedule so I can help you guys with whatever your goals are. Love it. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next time on Day Fleming.